but there's different areas and regions of our witness, different areas where we are witnesses for the gospel. It's an example of how to do the going, if you like, from the Great Commission, going to make disciples. So I have a question for us as a church. How do we make disciples from all over the northeast, as is our vision, if we don't have a presence in the various different regions here in the northeast? One aspect of that is that God has brought a diverse group of people from many of those different regions to worship with us, people from many different communities that call this church their home. That's so that when you do go home to your towns and neighbourhoods in Wangaratta or elsewhere in the northeast, you are there to bring hope. We have people from Bright, Smoko, Myrtleford, Baruga, Glenrowan, Benalla, Chilton, Oxley, Bobinawara and more who come to our church. And you are bringers of hope to where God has planted you. Your primary mission field is where you live, work, study and go about life. But there's also another way of bringing hope to those regions and others, and that is by having a formal presence as a church in those areas, something we call church planting. Romans 10, 14 to 15 says, How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. This is why Paul planted churches during his journeys. And this is why churches are still being planted today. So there is someone preaching the gospel the good news of Jesus Christ in and to more and more places and communities of people. Last year, we began contact with Carolyn and Peter as they were searching for support and partnership for the church which they had begun planting in Chess Hunt. Many of our discussions took place through our series in Ephesians and paralleled that series. The themes of unity, being one in Christ, being the church on mission together was the focus of much of our discussion. And, and they're right on board with, with our mission and vision to bring hope to the northeast. So much so that discussions, in fact, have led us to a place where we now believe God is calling us to formalise our partnership and to bring this new chess hunt church into our family as a campus of Wangaratta Baptist Church. This is a big step. But I believe that God has been preparing us for this step. You see, he's laid a vision on our heart, on my heart for our church a few years ago, a vision which I have sort of been a little bit reticent to share with many people because for most of us it's a bit of a stretch to get our heads around because it's quite big, right? But the start of that goes back to 2019. When we first did Vision together in 2019, for those that were here at that time, 
God was then laying the foundations because it was very clear that we discerned at that time that our mission field wasn't just Wangaratta, but the northeast. The natural progression of that then would be to expand our presence outside of just Wangaratta. Our building program follows an, as another expression of that vision, as I believe that we need a strong and healthy home base here in Wangaratta to minister out of. And the size of that building is deliberate also. Once we reach close to capacity at 200 to 250, we should at that time be sending 30 to 50 people out to plant a church in the surrounding regions. Maybe in Myrtleford, and then in Yarrawonga and Beechworth, for example. Places where there's not much of an evangelical presence. I told you it was big, right? And so it was a surprise to me on one hand that God has brought Chesun into the picture as I thought that this would be three, five, ten years down the track, right? I thought that it's not for now. But on the other hand, it really should be of no surprise at all as that is the direction that he's been leading us anyway. And so when God moves, leads and directs in his time, it's our responsibility to respond and it appears he's moving now with Chess Hunt. Last year, we revisited our vision, and this was a, a, a focus that was, was determined from that. And, and, and this was it. It says, continue as God has already been leading and directing us, waiting for his timing while actively participating in the pursuit to bring glory to God and the hope of the gospel to the northeast. So... Does bringing Chesun into our family as a campus fit with that? I believe it does. Does it help us bring hope to the northeast? Yes. And God has laid a real passion and heart for Chesun on Carolyn and Peter. So to me, it's a no-brainer to work with them to bring hope to Chesun and the King Valley. So you might be wondering on a practical level what this all might mean. Well, let me read our passage again from Ephesians. I therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But grace was given to each one of us according to the measure of Christ's gift. So first of all, it must remain very clear that we remain one church. We remain a unified body of believers here in the northeast. We're just adding Chesson as a campus. Our leadership structures remain the same. Nothing changes there. Peter and Karen will come on as ministry leaders heading up the Chess Hunt campus, just like we have people who oversee other various ministries in our church, like Bob with Golf Converge or Kathy with Mainly Music. Peter and Carolyn will be ministry leaders of Chess Hunt. We remain unified in our mission and vision. Our mission and vision will be the mission and vision of Chess Hunt although the expression will be localised to their context, 
That's what a campus does. It localises to its context. Now, you might have seen other expressions of churches and you might have heard of locations in, in some large churches. And there's a couple of different models of how things can work. Locations is we have the exact same thing at every single church that you go to. So often it's the same preacher being piped into whatever place um, and it's identical wherever you go. Same songs, maybe different band, etc. So that's the location model, but we're doing the campus model because each little community up here in the northeast has its own nuances. And so we want to contextualise ministry into those different regions rather than just carbon copying what we think works in Mangarata will work in Chestnut. No, 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 it's what works for that community. So that's why it's the campus model. And we remain unified in our calling to joyfully serve others. You know, Church Hunt gives us an opportunity to expand our mission field and to joyfully serve that congregation and community as well. You know, we would love to send a team of people whenever the church meets to support and serve that congregation. That might be to lead worship or preach or serve welcoming people or running the screen for the day or just be there as a support for the team leading that day. What a great opportunity it is for us to bless those people and support Peter and Carolyn bringing hope. And we remain unified as well as a wider church family. As once a month, Chess Hunt will be encouraged to come to Angrata to worship with us together on a Sunday. And a few have made the trip today. It's lovely to have you here. So when God's grace has been given to us according to the measure of Christ's gift, as the passage speaks of, Peter and Carolyn have been given that grace according to his measure for chess hunt. What a wonderful opportunity we have to partner with them as they bring hope to chess hunt and the King Valley. And so I'd like to invite Carolyn to share more of her heart and their heart as a couple for chess hunt, the church, and what the future looks like for them. So, Carolyn? Thank you. No trouble. Beautiful. Sorry, I'm old school, so I'm going with the paper version. Oh, right. I should have given you one that's on. There you go. Is that on? Good. All right, so let me give you a little snapshot about who our church is, where we've been, where we are now, and what um, our dreams are for the future. Anyone here who has seriously sought to follow God's plan for their life will understand me when I say that God directs you one step at a time. Pete outlined how at a very early age God implanted in his heart a love for farming that ended, us, ended up with us moving to Chess Hunt. And uh, at a young age he was able to learn and acquire skills in that area which has helped us. God created me with a deep desire to nurture and to love people, especially those who are hurting or lost. I came to faith at the age of 30, um, and yes, Bruce, I was one of those 15-year-olds that uh, left the church after I got baptised. Um, but at the age of 30, I actually came to faith at a particularly difficult stage in my life. God absolutely sought me out and met me in my pain 
and implanted in my heart a deep desire for those to care for those who are without him. When we arrived in the northeast, we were here at church at Wangaratta Baptist the very first Sunday that we arrived. Of course we were. We loved the Lord. And beautiful people like Colleen and Lyle scooped us up and helped us out and um, our need for a spiritual home was very quickly met. But my heart was increasingly stirred for my own community. Chessunt did not have a church at all, at all. Um, so I wondered, you know, where were the Christians? Who was singing God's praises in the Chesshunt air? Who was praying and who was caring about the lost people where I live? Whitfield um, has a little Catholic and a little Anglican church, but we had never seen any cars there, maybe because their service was at a different time, but we'd never seen any cars there, nor had we seen anything about them. So as far as we knew, they only met at Easter and Christmas time. The first step God gave us was to pray. We prayed for those who lived in Chesshunt. We prayed for God's kingdom to be established there. We prayed that God would use us and direct us to be a godly present in Chesshunt. Years of prayer and more prayer and not really doing much else than that. But God met our prayer with a general picture of what he wanted us both to do. But as far as the details were concerned, he only led us one step at a time. The life of faith really does uh, involve following God one step at a time. About seven years ago, so after we'd been in Chesshunt for four years or so, we became very deliberate about forming relationships in our community. And we set ourselves a goal to share a meal with at least three people a week, every week. Some for the first time, others time and time again, going deeper and sharing our faith naturally as part of those conversations. We also hosted a weekly community dinner, inviting especially the backpackers and the immigrant workers to share a meal and to provide for them a real sense of family. We also started delivering the hampers into the community at Christmas time then, and our criteria was it was for anyone who was doing it tough, be that financially or emotionally um, or mentally. Um, as I said before, those hampers are filled with all sorts of items, including Christian materials. So some people have been receiving a hamper for the last eight that we've delivered and they would have a whole library of Christian material if they bothered to keep it. It is a very important outreach for us um, and we get together um, over a meal just before Christmas uh, to pack those hampers together as a community to write individual cards to each person who's going to deliver them. Um, and at times we'll go out together to do that. Chi Chi, for example, has uh, delivered those hampers with us in the past and has been able to see the reactions of people. I talked about the widows that we delivered hampers to. Um, two of our hampers this year went to people who live a totally reclusive life, rarely venturing outside their doors at all. One man uh, couldn't even look at us. We waited for about 10 minutes before he opened the door. 
Um, and then he sort of mumbled a thank you as he looked at the ground and took it inside, as he's done for the last seven years. And yet at Christmas, we remember him. Mm -hmm. uh, one lady uh, doesn't have enough money to pay for rent. We're all feeling the cost of living changes. But guess what? When you live in a community so far out that doesn't have a good weekly income anyway, she's, she's living in a rental, a very run-down rental, and she now doesn't even have the money left to pay for her rent. And she burst into tears, and every time she sees us at the local store, she grabs our hands and thanks us that we actually remembered her at Christmas time, that she had some things that she could take to her son and daughter when she went there for Christmas Day, that she could actually contribute to that meal, let alone the fact that she was able to come and buy groceries for herself. And of course, she continues to be on our heart. One, one rental we went to actually, um, we had the hamper and we went to put it on the floor and open the door. And we looked down and there was such a huge hole in front of the door that we could see down to the dirt beneath it. That's the sort of rental accommodation that people live in in Cheshunt. No one's checking out there to see um, if they're living in adequate housing and people definitely won't report it because you can't get housing out there. We have people who live in the free camping because they can't find a rental. These are the people who God cares about and who need his hope and who need the church's care. From Matthew 25, 37 to 40. Master, what are you talking about? When did we ever see you hungry and feed you, thirsty and give you a drink? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and come to you? Then the king will say to you, when you're at a Baptist church, I'm telling you the solemn truth. Whenever you did one of these things, whichever one of you that was that contributed to those voucher, he will say, when you did those things to someone who was overlooked or ignored, you did it to me. I want to say a really huge thank you from our church to yours for caring. In 2020, after a difficult year we all remember, we hosted community carols at Chess Hunt so that we were singing some joy and some praise into the air. And after an increasing burden to make church accessible to all in our community, in March 2022, we started a small church in the community hall. We're a small population in Chess Hunt and we are a small church. In 2023, we had 17 precious people some of who would attend the monthly worship services regularly, but most irregularly, and growing, um, and, and growing in their faith. Two women in particular have done weekly Bible studies, um, and they're increasing their understanding of God. And monthly, we've also had mentoring and accountability meetings with Aaron. In addition to all of this, we make it our mission to provide pastoral care. Pete uses his skills making houses more living for those who can't afford it by doing essential repairs free of charge and building ramps for the disabled, things like that. Um, and we both spend quite a bit of time having a cuppa and a chat with people who are lonely or isolated and we help out where we can. But due to the fact that Pete and I are both volunteers and we both work full-time in jobs outside the church, 
as well as running a beef farm, um, then uh, doing anything more than a worship service, a monthly worship service at this stage, it just isn't feasible for us. Um, so monthly, we've delivered a message, we pray, we have a discussion around a lunch that we prepare. Occasionally we'll sing, which Chi Chi calls, calls illegal singing because we don't have any permits. Um, so we don't do it that often. Um, and also we don't have any insurance. So we deliberately keep things pretty low key. Uh, we instead encourage our fellowship to develop relationships and to do mission in the community under their own name and resources, as Pete and I have done. This, of course, is less than ideal. And I believe our church has not only been hampered by meeting quietly and infrequently, but also by not being associated with a recognised denomination. There, many, there are many in the King Valley who live without the hope of knowing Jesus, hurting people. And if you drive down the King Valley, you will see closed churches. Believe me, there are also many lapsed Christians without a regular place to worship in their own community. There are those who need to hear about the love of Jesus, the hope of salvation, and the healing of their hearts. And this breaks our heart. Our prayer is to have a thriving, vibrant and healthy church in the King Valley. A place to develop community with weekly worship options and close, authentic relationships. A place for people to encounter God and grow in faith and understanding we pray that God would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that as a church we might know him better. A place for hope. We long for the Chess Hunt Church to also be a vital part of our Chess Hunt community as well. By annually honouring our emergency service workers and volunteers, especially the local CFA who we couldn't do without, and the police and the dwelt workers, by creating community and family with the backpackers and immigrant workers, by bringing love and hope, uh, by providing a hub for pastoral care, which is desperately needed in our community. Uh, we are so far from Wangaratta that we can't even get any service workers to help out with the elderly, you know, to do showers or things like that. We also want to celebrate Christmas with an annual community carol service and continue the hampers to those who are doing it tough. We believe this is your hope for us too. Of course it is. The world tells us to look out for ourselves and push our way to the top. But instead the spirit grows in us a unity and a character that is radically different. Ephesians 4.4, you've just had it up reminds us that there is one body and one spirit just as we were called to one hope when we were called. We share the same spirit and we share the same hope. Thank you for the prayers that you have had for us the last year. Thank you for the vouchers at Christmas time. Thank you, thank you in whatever way for being united with us in our hope for the King Valley.
Thank you, Carolyn, for sharing. It's really lovely to hear your and Peter's heart to bring hope to Chess Hunt and the King Valley. Um, I just want to take a moment to pray for that. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the way that you have uh, moved and worked in Peter and Carolyn's life to bring them to a point now where, Lord, they are, uh, are wanting to reach uh, the northeast, wanting to reach Chessant, wanting to reach the King Valley with the hope of the gospel in, in, in a greater way. And Lord, that's something that we can partner with and we can cover and we can, can, can equip and that we can, can support. And so, Lord, I, I do pray that you would continue to help us work together to see many lives changed by the gospel in the northeast through the hope of that gospel. And so, Lord, I pray for Carolyn and Peter. I pray that you'd continue to uphold them, you protect them, you'd empower them, you'd equip them, and that, Lord, this would be a great work that begins with these small seeds now. And so I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So you might be asking, well, Aaron... You can't just make that decision. We are a congregationally governed church. So what's the pathway forward? Well, here we go. Um, we have mapped out that pathway forward because it is important that we are all on board in this decision-making process. We don't do anything around here that's just one person's idea. It's something that we do jump on board with together and, and determine where God is, is leading and so the first thing and the most important thing is to cover this all in prayer. And so on our February 1st prayer meeting, all church prayer on Feb 1st, that is the first Thursday of the month prayer meeting here at the church, we'll be spending some time dedicating to praying to, to Chess Hunt, for, for Chess Hunt. And so I'd encourage everyone to come and join us for that prayer meeting. You should all be here anyway. To, but to help cover this process and to help cover Carol and Peter and the church in Chessant in prayer. On February the 11th, that's the Sunday where we have our fellowship lunches, which we have on the second Sunday of every month, not every second Sunday, but the second Sunday of every month. Um, Carol and Peter will be back with us um, to fellowship with us that day. So if you want to have a chat with them more than what you possibly can today, um, then that's going to be available on February the 11th. So you can have a chat, ask them questions, um, get to know them a bit, etc. Um, then on February 25th, we're going to have a special general meeting to vote on adopting Chess Hunt Church plant as a campus of Wangaratta Baptist Church to be known as Chess Hunt Baptist Church. So you might be asking if Chess Hunt Church is doing the same. Well, as it stands, the church is so new that they have no constitutional formal processes. Uh, but as you've heard from Caroline, uh, they're very open to this move and becoming part of our family and working together to bring hope to more of the northeast. So as we close, can I ask you to each individually uphold Peter and Caroline in your prayers, as well as the work that God is doing in Chess Hunt? I guess Chessant is a bit like our Judea, if you like, referring back to Acts 1.8, and, and the different witnessing regions. It's part of the region directly surrounding us, and there is such great need for a church with a heart of the gospel in the King Valley. There are people there that need the hope of the gospel. 
And Peter and Carolyn, as you have heard, are passionate about that too. And may this passage from Hebrews encourage and guide us through these days ahead as we look to formalising our partnership in the gospel with Peter and Carolyn and the Chess Hunt Church. Hebrews chapter 10 from verse 19. Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir one another up to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we do thank you for the way that you have been moving and guiding us as a church for many years now to bring the hope of the gospel to the northeast. And Lord, this is a natural progression of that vision that you've planted within us. And so, Lord, we pray that as we, we go towards formalising this relationship and bringing Chess Hunt on as a, as a campus of Wangaratta Baptist Church to be known as Chess Hunt Baptist Church, Lord, we thank you for the way that you have been orchestrating all of these things. Um, the relationships that have already been formed from years ago when Carol and Peter used to attend this church. The, the heart that they have for the gospel and to see people uh, receive your love and, and, and be introduced to the hope that is in you. And so, Lord, we do pray that uh, this would be a smooth process one that is, again, unifying for us as a body, uh, that, that you would be protective of all of the elements surrounding this, this big step, that, Lord, for those who have questions, Lord, may they be asked in freedom and transparency. Lord, may there be no sense of, of anything being hidden, Lord, because it's all open. Lord, we look forward to how you will continue to lead and guide us as we do look at bringing this campus on and joining with the work being done in Chess Hunt. And so, Lord, I pray that you would go before us in this as you have been already, as you have been leading and guiding, and that, Lord, we will continue to glorify you in all that we do. And so, may you be a, a part of this as I believe you have been directing May you continue to direct us. May you continue to, to bless this. And Lord, may we continue to respond to the way that you are leading, directing and guiding. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Alrighty, so a bit of a different message today. I know that you probably weren't quite expecting all of that. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm really excited about what God is doing for our future. This is one step towards seeing that sort of, you know, the northeast aspect of our vision become more of the northeast, not just Wangaratta. You know, as, I was, as Karen was speaking, I was thinking, how good would it be to actually go up there and take a hundred people up there and do a Christmas carols? Like, we could, pra yeah, yeah. we could practice here when we do ours and then take the polished thing up to Chesson. Like, uh, anyway, anyway I'm, I'm, I'm all there, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. All right. Um, <laughs> 
here. So I, I just encourage, uh, be encouraged by the fact that God is doing things. Um, might be surprises at times, but hey, I reckon God's surprises are the best surprises. Why don't we stand and sing our last song today, King of Kings. Thank you, Cole. Thank you, Aaron.